Have you ever won an award, Verity? Yes, I have won an English prize or yes. two. I've won a drama prize. And um, I won the Gardening Cup <gasps> when I was 11 that's, for my allotment at school. That's amazing. I know. That's almost as good as winning a Golden Globe. Almost. <laughs> Should we get on with the show? Let's do it. The shock list. Hello, Verity. Hello, Emma. How are you? I'm really well. How are you? Uh, I'm very well. Um, I'm a little bit suffering from award season fatigue because it would seem every night. Yes. Every night brings a new award. Yes. Well, last night was the... Emmys. It was the Emmys, which yep. obviously should all go to you because they're named after you. Yes. We had the SAG Awards. Did we have the SAG Awards? I don't know. I don't know. Critics' Choice Awards yeah, we've had. I mean, everyone looked nice. I mean, there, there's nothing... Uh, <laughs> but what was go the on. doozy, which was the one that we love? Go on. Well, it was the Golden Globes. We loved the Golden Globes. It was amazing. I would say it was chock full of shock. Well, I mean, it started right from the red carpet on this right, one, didn't it? And right. This, and people are still talking about it now. Mm-hmm. So they all turn up suited and booted. Gillian mm-hmm. Anderson yes. turns up looking like an angel. Absolutely angel. Beautiful, beautiful. Resplendent. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Cream gown. No other word for it. Not a dress. Gown. It had pockets. She looked fantastic. Beautiful. Poise. Absolutely just gorgeous. And then you zoom in on the frock to see how the frock is embellished. <laughs> and what was on the frock, Emma? Why don't you tell me, Verity? Well, fannies. <gasps> Vaginas on a dress. It was a, a frock full of fannies. Oh, my god! Literally, vulvas, noises, <laughs> all over. <laughs> The dress, which was just a stroke of genius. I mean, how to draw an award <laughs> ceremony by turning up dressed as a foof. Well, do we know why she had vaginas on her dress? <laughs> Sorry, that's just too funny. So, <laughs> I mean, she has sort of said, well, it's on brand for me, isn't it? You know, sex education. Yep. She's also got her drink, which is called G-Spot, which is to do with sexual well-being. Oh. Um, to stimulate your bits. So, you know, she was like, oh, it's very on brand. Other people said, no, this is her statement about um, kind of owning your sexuality. Maybe it was. I mean, it's not as much fun. I prefer the G-spot thing. I prefer prefer the advertising your your fanny drink. Yeah. I mean, just... But apparently, this dress, which was incredible, each fanny (laughs) took three and a half hours to embroider, totaling 150 hours in fannying about. (laughs) I mean, that is sincerely some dedication (laughs) to your Nunu, No. Oh my god, that's brilliant! I know. I thought it was fantastic, and and she did look amazing. But now I'm just really looking forward to see who turns up in a tuxedo, maybe with a giant cock and balls on it. Beautiful. Anyway, I thought that as a frock, as as funny frocks go, she wins for it, all time and forever. I think it's a it's a seminal red carpet <laughs> moment. <laughs> Are you a fan of Joe Coy, the host? He is apparently. A comedian, and I say apparently because not a single joke appeared to land. <laughs> I mean, his joke about Taylor Swift, which was something to do with football. <laughs> I mean, the look she gave him. Oh, eyes. I've never seen eyes narrow quite so brilliantly. I see. I mean, she, he wants to be careful <laughs> because you don't want to get on that girl's kill list. No. Now, this is something I didn't know about awards, mm. that 
it is not um, automatic that if Meryl Streep is nominated, it's the law that she has to win. Oh. I all just assumed that if she was nominated, she had to win. Well, she lost. This makes no sense at all. She, I, I, I know, my world was sort of turned upside down. She lost. She was nominated for telly. Rare step into telly for, for Meryl for uh, Best Supporting Actress for Only Murders in the Building. Oh, yes, yes. And she lost to Elizabeth Debicki playing Diana in The Crown. No. Yeah. Oh, come on, that's a slap in the chops. I mean, it really is. Oh, I wouldn't be she happy was, if She I was, was a very good ghost. Also, I was, a, I was a bit disappointed to see that a Kardashian-Jenner had managed to infiltrate the Golden Globes. Kylie was there. Right, so this was the, so Taylor Swift was sort of caught up in this lip reading thing, yeah, with Selena Gomez, yeah. who was looked like she was bitching about the fact that Kylie Jenner was there with Timothy Chalamet. But you know what the lip reader said? What was said that um, Selena had asked Willy Wonka, Timothy Chalamet. Mm. I'm just going to call him Willy Wonka. Yeah, it's easier. Uh, had asked Willy Wonka for a selfie, and Willy Wonka. Oh, no, Kylie had said no <gasps> on Willy Wonka's behalf. Oh, really? Mm. Well, yeah, but then um, Selena Gomez said, no, no, I was just actually bitching about another pair of people altogether. <laughs> <laughs> she said, no, I was just dishing the dirt oh. on a couple of friends of mine that had hooked up. Not that it's anybody's business, but no, I wasn't talking about them. Ah, oh, Which okay. I thought was hilarious. That is good. That is good. But Willy Wonka and Kylie Jenner. What? Oh, yeah. So tell me about this. Because I, I'm, I I'm not. Re- are they together it. then? Like, apparently, they've sort of been on this slow burn togetherness <laughs> for about six months. I find the idea of them so incredibly dull <laughs> that I have managed to block any mention of them from from my brain. I can't imagine. I it. just. I, I, he's. I liked him as Willy Wonka. He's now slightly gone down in my estimation. It's like. <laughs> oh, Really? You've been infiltrated by a Kardashian. Uh, What? I don't know. I'm not not buying it. No, I'm not buying it either. Really? I'm not buying it. It was too much PDA. I thought he was like this really kind of smart New Yorker, kind of slightly offbeat kind of, you know, why would he be with Kylie Jenner? I know. I don't get it. I don't, I don't What know. attracted you to the billionaire Kylie Jenner? Oh, uh, yeah, okay, all right, I'll take it back. This lip-reading thing is getting out of hand, though. Yeah, it is, but also, what I don't know why everybody is letting themselves being filmed in these unguarded moments. Oh. I mean, they're not <laughs> newbies to the game, are they? It's a pretty award summary. There are cameras there. But the, but the good one was um, Emily Blunt and her husband... John. John. <laughs> who, um, they're on the red carpet, kind of, you know, and then the lip reader's going, oh my God, he just said I want a divorce. What? Yeah. So TikTok went into absolute <laughs> meltdown. No, no, look at it. He says, I want a divorce. She says something and he goes, I can't wait to get divorced. Then some <laughs> lady called Lucy, whose um, living is to lip read, said, yeah. no, he said, I can't wait to get indoors. <laughs> <laughs> she said... It's chilly. And he said, yeah, I can't wait to get indoors. No, no divorce. None of the other. I mean, I watched it many, many times <laughs> to see what they might actually be saying because it was a bit like, it's just sort of freeze frame, frame by frame. What is he saying? What is he saying? And to me, it looked like she was saying, when are we going to listen to the shock list? <laughs> 
and he says, well, when it lands, of course. Yeah. The that, moment. That's, the that's moment it lands. Not divorce. Of course. <laughs> of that's, course. That's what he was saying. Yes. yes. The shock list. Staying in the, in the general award genre, mm. have you heard this story about Prince Harry? Which story about Prince Harry? <laughs> One of the many stories about Prince Harry this week. <laughs> Prince Harry has been uh is being honored at the Legends of Aviation Awards because obviously he flew helicopters right i first of all i thought oh it's all the private jets he took he's basically <laughs> but no <laughs> no <laughs> apparently it's because of the helicopter flying that he did <laughs> i had okay. i'd always thought that he wasn't really a helicopter flyer that mm. actually, you know, he just sat on somebody's lap and held a pretend thing and <laughs> while they did the flying. But the world is up in arms, up in arms, saying right. he is not deserving of this honour, Verity. Right. And this is an honour that has gone to Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, oh. uh, uh, Richard Branson, obviously, you know, who not only has an actual bloody airline, <laughs> but also, you know, has broken land speed records. Uh, all manner of people oh, have astronauts. Gone, I mean, that, Harrison I mean, let's Ford. Let's just go back to the astronauts. Yeah. A minute. Oh, the, astro- the, the astronauts. The astronauts. The astronauts who act, who walked on the actual moon. Well, if if you believe that, if you believe that they walked on the actual moon, then you would agree that they probably are deserving yeah. of legends of aviation. Yeah, war. absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> a, 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 a retired general from the army has has come out. And said of Prince Harry that it's an absolute travesty. Why would they give the award to Prince Harry, not somebody like Tim Peake, you know, who went into actual space yes. for months and months and months? Right, yes. Right? I, I'd say that's legendary, yes. But also, do you know, he didn't even fly those helicopters. What? No. He no, didn't fly Right. Them. So this is what I've learned this week. Right. Apache helicopters, which is what Prince Harry flew. They're the big, big, big ones. They're the, the big, big ones. Yeah, now, yeah. They, they have a two-man crew. yes. They have the pilot, yes. who was not Prince Harry. Right. Um, the, the pilot sits at the back yeah. and flies the helicopter and steers it and yeah. what not. Yes. And the gunner, yes. who was Prince Harry, yes. who who navigates and points the gun and goes bang, bang. So he doesn't fly it. He doesn't fly helicopters. Right. And he's been given a Legend of Aviation Award. <laughs> These <laughs> pricks, Why? honestly... The awards, the totally made up awards that these these idiots are given, right, is just beyond me. I've done some digging. The idiots in, being Prince Harry. Oh, sorry, Harry and, and Meghan. Mrs. Prince Harry. Mrs. Right, Mister okay. and Mrs. Prince Harry. Yeah. Do you know about some of the other awards that, that they've been given? Go on. Oh my god. Okay. <clears throat> Ripple of hope, <laughs> which I originally read as nipple of hope. <laughs> Oh, they've got hopeful nipples. That's nice. I would. I mean, I would happily uh, support an award for hopeful nipples. They were given that in December 22 by the Robert F. Kennedy Human Rights Organization for right. promoting racial justice and mental health. Okay. Um, and the suggestion is that that was given for making a brave stance against racism in the royal family. Right. Although, of course, Prince Harry did backtrack on the racism and say right. it was just un- unconscious bias, which is a phrase that I'm almost entirely sure he doesn't understand, but never mind, he's using quite a lot. Right. Um, you know, so this is also the little princeling who, you know, uh, was making racial slurs uh, in the army, dressing as a Nazi. But yeah, let's give him an award for <laughs> his stand against racism. Okay, yeah. 
Megan got a Woman of Vision Award in right. 2023 from Gloria Steinem. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, for her lifelong advocacy of women and girls. Okay. All right. And then, of course, there was the brilliant one, my favourite one, 2021. They got an award from Population Matters yeah. for announcing that they were going to do their bit for the environment, limiting their family to just two children. They basically got an award for using condoms. In good news, though, they mm. have adopted Ellen DeGeneres' chicken. <laughs> They've taken positive steps this week. Right. They've adopted... Uh, Ellen's chicken. Why? why? Why didn't Ellen want the chicken well, anymore? Because the other chickens were bullying Ellen's chicken. So they've taken in the chicken. They've taken the chicken. The chicken's called Sinky because it lived in a sink. Okay. Can it fly? I don't know. It's up for a can legend you? of aviation award <laughs> next year. <laughs> Maybe you can teach Harry. The shark list. Oh, have you heard about this strictly thing? Oh, it's been going on forever. Okay. Yeah. The Strictly thing. The Strictly thing. Strictly Giovanni and Amanda <laughs> Abingdon. So it rumbles on and gets more interesting. It actually. does get more it interesting. It does. It is quite interesting. So what happened? Because you were watching the show avidly. We yeah. Me. Could I was. you tell by watching? Yeah. That Amanda Abingdon was not getting on with Giovanni Panici. No, you. I don't think you could tell on the show that right. Amanda Abingdon was not getting on with her dance partner Giovanni Panici. But there were plenty of rumours swirling around. Yeah. Outside of the show. Yeah. That they weren't getting along. Yeah. And then in week five, Amanda Abingdon, who was doing well, yes. by the way. She yes. was really good. Yeah. Uh, she pulled out. Citing. All together from the series. All together from the series. Citing personal reasons. Um, <laughs> I really hate him. <laughs> so personally, personally, I can't Person- Personally, him. I really hate him. <laughs> <laughs> And everybody went, oh, that's a shame because you were really good. And and in a very competitive year, she was making the competition more interesting. Mm. Um, and then, you know, so Giovanni is left without a partner. There were all these rumours that, that he only found out that she was quitting a couple of hours before the show. And she didn't bother to tell him. It was oh, the producers she, who told him. Much. And then, of course, all the rumours started that they just had not got on. And then we thought that was that. You know, the yeah. show continued. We went, oh, Amanda's not at the final. That's a shame. Um, yeah, she wasn't um, at the final. She wasn't at the final. Mm. And we all moved on with our lives. Yeah. Until suddenly, a couple of weeks ago, Amanda Abingdon asks the BBC... For her rehearsal footage from Strictly. Yeah. And announces that she's been diagnosed with PTSD. Yeah, which is serious. Which is serious, saying in part because of uh, her time on Strictly. Right. Now, we do know that Giovanni is being 100% backed by the BBC. Yes. Um, and I want to make that clear. I'm a big fan of Giovanni. We do know he's a very hard taskmaster. He's always had that reputation. We also know that in the nine years he's been on the series, yeah. he's reached the final four times. He's <laughs> won once. Right, yeah. Uh, he's had more tens than any other pro dancer. 98 tens. Really? Yeah. He gets results. Okay. He gets results. And you don't get results by sitting around braiding each other's hair and going, oh, aren't you marvellous, you lovely celebrity? Not when you're you get pr- results through bloody hard work. Yeah. It's hard work. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah. Dancing is really hard And work. he wants to win. And he wants to win. Mm. And also, they tend to pair him with people who also want to win. I'm assuming Amanda Abingdon was one of those. She's a tough cookie, Amanda. Yeah. She was very, very vocal and outspoken on Twitter when she was on Twitter. She's left Twitter now. She's very outspoken on Instagram. Yeah. She's a ballsy lady. Yeah. And presumably, it was assumed that she was ballsy enough and ambitious enough to cope and thrive with Giovanni. You have to work hard. Yeah. It's not, you know, if you're especially if you're not a dancer, he was working hard. Even Jeremy Vine, by the way, yeah. to be that bad at dancing, and I say this with all love, Jeremy, you're actually incredibly entertaining, but you were not a world natural <laughs> dancer. He was practicing mm. with his partner mm. eight hours a day. Yeah. He was getting up, he was doing four hours, he was going off and doing the Radio 2 show, then he was going back. Yeah, because And, that's and what dancing until 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah. That's what it takes. Yeah, yeah. It's hard work. Yeah. And also, the other thing that I have heard from um, sources from that world, from the ballroom world, is mm. that ballroom dancing, mm. those smiles are only sequin deep. It is the most cutthroat world mm. imaginable i don't know i mean we don't know do we, we don't know what's what happening. we do know is that amanda abingdon is now reportedly fuming <laughs> because they didn't offer her a place on the strictly tour oh what because mm. no. that's where the real money is well, right? of course it is so um but if she left the show and she didn't come back for the final why yeah. were you expecting an invitation to go on the tour? I was with, 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 somebody, with somebody who gave you PTSD. I'm, I'm a little bit confused. Now, that's not to say that she deserves the death threat she's now getting she online. She absolutely does not deserve death threats. No, and that would give you PTSD. I think death threats would do it. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I mean, I but don't... But I think being made to work hard in order to earn your place on BBC One's... Prime time, Prime time flagship, flagship Christmas yeah. belter of a show, yeah. which still rates Autumn more than anything else. Yeah, that has that unites the nation. There are very few TV shows that unite the nation, and that strictly one of come them. dancing yeah, does yeah, unite yeah, the yeah, nation yeah, yeah, yeah. and creates moments of pure joy yeah. and pure genius, yeah. and sometimes inadvertently pure comedy. <laughs> but it is it is just a glorious show, and I think to. You know, even though I'm sure she doesn't mean to bring it down, sort of to try, to bring it into disrepute by some of the things that she's saying and doing, I, I just find a bit sad. Yeah, it's sad. I don't know. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out what's on this footage. But again, I, I don't know what it's going to prove. I don't he, think it's going to prove that anything. He asked her to work hard. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Oh well, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't want him screaming at me. No, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I'd be really bad. At I'd it. be really frightened of him. I'm not one of life's natural dancers, Verity. No, I don't mind I. admitting that. No, neither am I. I do a nice chair dance where I just, you know, <laughs> bob along to the music. But no, footwork, absolutely not. No. Can you do the safety dance? <laughs> I can't even do oops upside your head. No, I can't. I can't. I don't have the coordination for oops upside your head. The shock list. Kate's 50. Who? Kate, Kate Moss. Which, oh, Kate Moss. Kate Moss, Mossy Kate from 50. Croydon. Kate from Croydon Kate is 50. Kate from Croydon is 50. Woohoo, happy birthday, lady. Happy birthday, Kate Moss. How she's is, she's how is made she it. How is she 50? And how is she 50? How did she get there? <laughs> how did she survive? I don't know, but she is a survivor. Oh, my God. All the sex and the drugs and the rock and roll and Pete Doherty. How did she survive all of that? All the fags. All the fags. <laughs> I mean, she is 
the world's best smoker, isn't she? She's yeah. Do you know she still smokes? I did, but she every time she gets caught, she just goes, "Oh well, I, I have cut down. Oh, I yeah. am trying to pack I'm, it I'm in. trying to give up. I'm trying to pack it in. Yeah, I'm just right. having the old one. Yeah, I mean, seriously, <laughs> seriously, and still modelling, still modelling, still mo- the face of Charlotte Tilbury. Oh my god, and Diet Coke. Oh, she's amazing. She's, I mean, she's won, really, hasn't she? What I find truly shocking about Kate Moss, and I find it very shocking in a very good way, mm. is that she is treated like a man in as much as no matter what she does, no matter how she behaves, um, no matter who she goes out with, no matter whether she's caught with drugs, you know, when she used to be, you know, pictured really drunk it's just like oh it's Kate from Croydon it's all good as if she was Mick Jagger yes any other woman would be oh look at that slag oh look at her let's cancel her yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, you're right let's shame her let's shame her in the Daily Mail yeah you're right but there's something about Kate Moss she is Teflon coated yeah nothing sticks it's just mossy just mossy yeah love her next more Kate's Another Kate. Another Another one. Go on then. Katie Price. Who? I know. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) What happened to her? What's going on with her now? What has happened to all her money? Well. She used to be worth 30 million quid. What has happened to it? Because Monday, Mm. the 15th of this fair January month, Blue Mm. Monday, she had the bailiffs around. Really? She had the bailiffs around. Coming to collect? Yes. Do you know why? No. I mean, talk about a blast in the past. Go on. You remember her ex-husband, Alex Reed? Oh, I told you it was a blast from the past. <laughs> Alex why, Reed. Why can't we say Alex Reed with a straight face? <laughs> Alex Reed. So Alex Reed, who uh, was married to Katie Price for two years between 2010 and 2012. Right. In 2019, yeah. sued her right. and won yeah. uh, legal expenses and damages of £250,000. Wow. Because Katie Price yeah. apparently yeah. leaked or showed an explicit sex tape and photos of him. Apparently, I have no recollection of this at all, by the way. Apparently, she um, played an, a sexually explicit video clip of him to a TV audience while filming an episode of Celebrity Big Brother's Bit on the Side in January 2018. I have no recollection of well, this. Well, because they'd have edited it out, right? But yeah. the But the audience saw it. But the audience saw it. So word reaches Alex and Who, he gets in the lawyers. He gets in the lawyers okay. and wins. Wow. Um, but she's never paid him. Hence why he said, I've had enough and I've sent the bailiffs round. Oh, dear. Oh to dear. the mucky mansion. To the mucky mansion. As the Daily Mail and System calling it. Oh my goodness. Probably okay. Isn't that mucky at all. Why hasn't she paid him? Why hasn't she paid him? I... She's got no money. But where's the money gone? I don't know. How do you spend 30 million? I don't know how you spend 30 million. Horses? Did she, she really horses. have 30 million or was she just worth 30 million at that moment ah. in time? In terms of earning potential and now there is no earning potential. But you know, there were all the novels and hair straighteners and. I mean, did you, did <laughs> no, you I buy didn't. any Neither. of those? I bought none of her stuff. No, no. I didn't buy anything she was caring to peddle, Verity, to be fair. <laughs> but, Not but even then... Alex Reed. <laughs> I love Alex Reed. Oh, Alex I've really Reed. missed Alex Reed. Have you? I'm hoping he might make a little comeback. Do you? Yes. Okay. It was, I was so excited because I, sort of, I was looking for stories for today 
Um, I thought we were nearly there, and then suddenly Katie Price popped up, and I was like, oh, God, I suppose I better have a look. And then I went, oh, my God, it's it's like Christmas Day all over again. It's a story about Alex Reed. Alex Reed. Alex Reed. <sighs> Former cage fighter, Alex Reed. Yeah, but he was on Hollyoaks. I mean, he was actually a legit actor at was one he? point. Yes. Was but he? Before he was a mixed martial artist, he was on <laughs> Hollyoaks. <laughs> <laughs> because because I saw that he because I, I immediately started following him on Instagram yesterday, <laughs> obviously. I mean, I was a big fan of his alter ego, Roxanne. Oh yes, yes. I I loved Roxanne. Where's she gone? I don't. Well, she's probably still around. We don't. I mean, maybe. Do you think she's doing drag queen storytelling? Oh, that'd be good to the children. And then we can have Lawrence Fox turning up to try and disrupt it because he likes oh, yes. to do that to drag yes. his story. And he can square up to Roxanne, who's actually twice his size. Yeah. That would be fun. Well, because, okay, well, hang on a minute. I don't know that he would because Alex Reed and Nigel Farage are big buddies. <laughs> this is what I discovered on Instagram yesterday when I started following him. I knew I had something to tell you. So, no. So, yeah. So, uh, Alex Reed went on. His on Nigel Farage's GB News show, right? And they became good buddies. And um, Alex Reed was supporting Nigel Farage while Nigel Farage was in the jungle and making sort of saying, you know, you're seeing the real side of Nigel. He's not a racist. Uh-huh. He's a really decent bloke. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, really big fan. Right? Oh Is he trying to get on GBBs himself? Do possibly, think? possibly. Mm. But you know, and I'm not sure I would necessarily take Alex Reed as a sort of particularly good judge of political character. <laughs> I mean, Alex is fabulous, as we know. He's not the sharpest knife in the box, Verity. No. <laughs> Do you remember when he was on Celebrity Big Brother and Stephen Baldwin told him he could be the next James Bond and he believed him? <laughs> but you could actually watch those thoughts going through yeah, his head you could. as he computed, like, yeah, I could totally do yeah. that. If, if Daniel Craig could do it, I could totally yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, I could totally yeah. be James Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember the single? Say that again. The single. Do you remember his single? Alex Reed released a single. Alex Reed released a single. It's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> when you say brilliant, oh my, is that the word so you really good. mean? It's so good, it's so good, it's so good. When I look at you, it feels just like the stars at night. I am sunblind, you shine so bright. All I see is all I need. You're everything I want to believe uh-huh. When I look at you It feels like stardust Let's get Alex Reed and Stardust to number one But to number, number one, one of what? To number one where it belongs Okay To the top of the charts where it belongs I mean, I'm not sort of belittling anything But now I feel like I've got PTSD <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that's frightening. I mean, the music is appalling. The video is something else. It's like a video nasty. I don't know what your problem is. I think it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, but you're high. The shock list. And finally. And finally. So there's there's this story about this horrid footballer who's got a secret family with is it Carl Walker who's got a secret family with somebody called Lauren Goodman yeah so well basically Carl Walker who plays for Manchester City yeah. so you know I'm not very fond of him myself no. obviously anyway so he's yeah he's married with children right he's got two children with somebody else who looks a bit like his wife <sighs> and his wife is 
six months pregnant. Oh, God. I mean, it's pretty standard footballer stuff. Ugh. It's not in the league of John Terry shagging his teammate's wife. <laughs> oh, my God. Or Ryan Giggs who shagged his brother's wife. <laughs> but it's still not very nice. Oh, footballers. So, footballers. They're just, they're just sort of shocking as they used to be. I know. <laughs> they're not as they good. They just don't do the nasty. No. They, no. Like yeah, they, they used to in the old they days. They can't even get that right. They can't even... <laughs> But when I, when I was looking at it going, oh, I don't really think, you know, we should mention it but not really talk about it, I then found a really fucking brilliant story. Go on. <laughs> Another footballer story. <laughs> it's so funny. Did you know that in 2022, mm. <laughs> Dean Gaffney Just, Rob- was coming out of a nightclub on the King's Road and got run over by Chelsea footballer Wesley Fofana, is it? Is yeah, it's it Fofana. Wesley Fofana driving his Lamborghini down the King's Road and ran Dean Gaffney. You're a footballer, you play for Chelsea. You've got a Lamborghini, you're driving it in the middle of the night down the King's Road. You hear a thud. You turn around. Oh bloody hell! I'm just running the Dean Gaffney. I'm sorry, Dean Gaffney. Uh, uh, he broke his collarbone, but he is okay. Wesley Fofana, if you're going to drive your Lamborghini, please, please, please watch out for for for, for former EastEnders stars. Yeah, because imagine if he'd killed Tinker, it would have been awful. What if he'd hit Ian Beale? Oh my God! The shock list. Well, um, on that lovely note. I mean, there's only one way to go out, isn't there really, Ems? Yeah. I mean, I think we should just fire him up. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Go on, Alex. Take it away, Alex Reid. So that's it for for another week. Um, We'd we'd like to thank (laughs) Dean Gaffney for making me laugh the hardest I have laughed this year so far. We need to say thank you to Dom for doing our recording. We need to thank our WhatsApp group, Not Courtney. That is Emma and Miranda and Jim, who does our social media, and Tom. Thank you. And thank you, Verity. Oh, thank you, Emma. It feels like